success in the new retirement with Damon Roberts and Matt Deaton. And this is the Success in the New Retirement Podcast with Damon Roberts and Matt Deaton. My name is Mark Owens, and it's all powered by Acute Wealth Advisors. All the information, you can find it at successinthenewretirement.com. Damon, Matt, how are we doing this weekend? Doing pretty good. You know, we're uh, we're a little wet, uh, which is a little bit different for, you know, us here in Arizona, mm-hmm. right? But definitely need that uh, that moisture, and uh, we had to break out some of our winter clothes that we never have to wear, right? <laughs> Don't get too comfortable, because... You know, we're about eight weeks away from bumping back up into the 90s (laughs) and 100s again. So enjoy it while it lasts. And MarketWatch says that there are concerns that President Biden's plans to aggressively regulate the financial service industry will be bad for the stock market. So would that also be bad for those of us who are invested in the market? Well, so one thing I would just kind of tell everyone to pause on is when a new administration comes in, there's always this concern about what potential changes could happen, what industries are going to be impacted and what industries are going to benefit. And so first thing I would say is oftentimes the the market doesn't really care about who's in office until some of those type of things start showing up and you actually see the effects towards those different companies or different industries. And a perfect example is just this last year. Again, we had lots of clients that were concerned about how the market was going to behave with the election and what the month of November would look like with the chaos and potential, you know, conflict around the Mm -hmm. election and all that. And you go back and look and the stock market was up like 11% that month. So if you would have went to the sidelines in that month because you were concerned about what was going on with the election, you would have missed out on one of the best months we've ever had in the stock market. And and that happened last time, too. Right. Yeah. yeah. I mean, mean, again, it's it's, not Republican or Democrat. Right. So so it's so bottom line is the market's looking forward to what what they think the earnings of these various different companies are going to be. And they basically said 2021 should be pretty bright because, like you said, the vaccines starting to get rolled out and hopefully we can get back to a normal life. But that being said, as the new administration comes in, there will be changes. There's going to be changes potentially to taxes. There are going to be changes that certain industries are going to be favored and certain industries are going to be frowned upon. But what that means is they're going to be opportunities. And so one of the things that Damon and I do inside of our portfolio is we have something called a sector rotation. And what that means is there are main, there in the S&P 500, there's about 12 different sectors. So for example, you could, you could pick companies that were in the tech industry, or you could pick companies that the energy industry or utilities or whatever it might be. And so what what happens inside of our fund is we actually kind of look at some of the data. We look at some of the trends. We look at some of the, the future information and we kind of say, okay, we think the tech industry, the energy industry and this, and we pick the top four mm-hmm. of what we think is going to be the best performing sector for that period of time. And we adjust that every single month. We look at those things and we look at opportunities. And, and what you can find is even in down markets, even in sideway markets, even in up markets, there's certain industries that are leading the pack that are still having good years. And so there's opportunities when a new administration comes in, in certain sectors that you can take advantage of. And that's what we strive to do and try to get our clients better returns by being strategic about the decisions we make with some of the information that's coming from the, the industry or from the, from the administration but also kind of just basically saying, look, the stock market's its own separate entity. It sometimes doesn't even care about politics. We need to be basing all of our data and our and our trades and, and what we're investing based on the facts and some of the other economic indicators that we track. You mentioned the new administration and the changes that are being made. And I want to continue with that because President Biden is now proposing a nearly 
$2 trillion spending plan that some economists believe could spark the return of higher inflation rate. In many parts of the country, I know we've seen it, gas prices are already starting to tick back up. Well, economist Carl Weinberg, he told CNBC he expects that trend, unfortunately, to continue. We're going to see a bump up in oil prices in March April and May, and that will then continue to some extent through the rest of the year. It's going to push our inflation metrics through the roof, all right, up by as much as two percentage points in April. And the year over year change in oil prices is what affects the year over year change in CPI that you and I and everybody in the market refers to offhandedly as inflation. We could get an inflation scare in the spring. The markets may be a little bit reactive. So the markets may be reacting to an inflation scare that could be coming this spring. So as we hear this more and more, the return of inflation, what should we do and how do we adjust our retirement strategy to respond to rising inflation? You know, inflation is something that really is going to affect those investors who have fled to the sidelines in fear or those that are invested in CDs or fixed income, things that are at very, very low interest rates, and, and those that, that, that plan their retirement as if they're going to die when their mom and dad did, right? Not, not figuring that now today's generation is going to live about 15 years longer than their grandparents. And so over that long period of time, you know, people are retiring and staying retired a lot longer time. If you don't plan for inflation in your retirement plan and you're investing too conservatively, then you're never going to have the growth that you need to keep up to increase your income over time to continue to pay for the normal things, your milk, bread and eggs over time or gas, like he mentioned. Right. And so inflation is certainly something that we are constantly looking at and encouraging our clients to invest properly for the stage of life they're at. Now, I'm not talking about taking a huge amount of risk. Right. We're talking about retirees. We only work with people 50 and older and helping them understand they're at a stage of life where preservation is number one. But growth is certainly a key part of that. And so as, as Matt was, was talking about earlier, we have a tactical approach to things that allows us to look at, look at different sectors and be able to adjust our portfolios so that even in those you know, uh, moderate conservative and conservative accounts, we can get the kind of growth that you need to keep your income going at a steady rate and not fall behind as you as you go through your retirement and as you get older and older. Gentlemen, U.S. News and World Report says that there are such things as financial advisors. We know about that. But then there are retirement financial advisors. So what's the difference and what are you? So there's no such thing as a retirement advisor, right? Everybody is either a broker dealer or an advisor, meaning they're a registered investment advisor. So what's the difference? Well, a broker dealer is where most of the financial information from Wall Street comes. It comes from your banks, from your big institutional investment houses. And those um, advisors, those stock market uh, broker dealers do not have a fiduciary responsibility to you. What that means is they literally don't have to have your best interest in mind when they recommend something. They can recommend something that has a bunch of commissions, charges, fees, and as long as it meets your risk level, they're okay. And then there's a registered investment advisor that has a fiduciary responsibility, and that's what Damon and I are. That, that means that when we recommend something to a client, it needs to be in their best interest in, in all levels, in, including risk, in the fees you're paying, in the way that it builds into your financial plan. And so when someone comes in to audit us and looks at what we do for our clients, they're looking at us at that higher standard. And so, you know, but when it comes to retirement, again, we focus on people that are people that are 50 and older getting ready for retirement, entering into retirement or already retired. 
And the reason we do that is because the retirement uh, aspect of financial planning is different than when you're just starting out or you're in your 30s and 40s and you're just trying to accumulate wealth. Those are places where you can take more risk. You have a lot more time. You don't really need to figure out how you're going to replace your paycheck. Where Damon and I have built our practice, where we focus on, is we focus on the people that are getting to the doorstep of retirement. They're kind of looking out in there and saying, you know what? It's getting a lot closer. I'd like to be better prepared. I want to I want to have some plans in place that five years from now or 10 years from now or a year from now, I'm ready for retirement. And so those types of strategies, that approach is different. That's where we have to now start looking and saying, hey, we're now shifting to a time in your life where you're no longer just letting that money grow. You're actually having to figure out how you're going to take some of that money out. And if you don't take it out in the right way, if you take from the wrong account, it can cause tax implications. It can cause you to run out of money a lot faster than you thought you would. You know, and so we're trying to put strategies in place to build a financial plan that's going to last your lifetime. And so our focus is on someone that's preparing for retirement or already retired. But we're a fiduciary. We're a registered investment advisor. We are held to a standard to recommend things that are in our client's best interest. And to give you kind of a, a good example of, of the difference is uh, I recently had uh, a client uh, that, that listened to our show for, for quite some time come in. And she came in and, and she, she's had a, an advisor for a number of years. Uh, she's got money in a 401k and then money over in some IRAs. And um, in looking at that, she went in and said, OK, I'm, I'm getting ready to retire. And, you know, when should I take my Social Security and what kind of income can I draw from that? And, you know, the answer was, well, OK, you could take it at 62. You're that's when you want to retire. So why not take it then? And then you can afford to take four percent out of your your retirement nest egg and, and provide this income. And that was kind of the answer. And uh, in listening to the show, she, she kind of had the feeling like, well, maybe there's more to it than this. And so in coming in, you know, we were able to, she said, this is what it looks like. And I said, well, yeah, that would work. But did you realize that by taking your social security at 62, you are giving up some uh, guaranteed growth on that benefit, a 6.25% initially, and then eventually an 8% increase. And also, did you realize that currently we're at the lowest tax rates we've been at a really long time? And if you were to take some of the money from your 401k or IRAs that have never been taxed first, and, and instead of taking so, you know, taking social security early, you could get the benefit of the growth. You can also get some money out of there at a lower tax rates than is likely going to come. We just had a new administration and taxes are likely to go up because of a different view and also because of our national debt. And then looking at and saying, okay, how much do you need monthly? And let's look at the tax ramifications of that and see mm -hmm. how we can, uh, we can structure things in a way that's going to allow you to take this, this sum of money that you've accumulated and done a good job at it because you, you just head down, we're investing and, and putting in and, and being fairly aggressive. Well, now the playing field has changed. And if you, if you take dollars out at the wrong time when the markets are down and if you stay with the same amount of risk that you've had, you realize you could be, you know, taking a, a loss in your portfolio and then compounding it by taking money out at that time, meaning you're realizing that loss and, and taking a bigger loss because you're, you're taking 4% out and you lost 15%. So having this conversation with her, her eyes just got bigger and bigger. And she's like, oh my gosh, this is a lot more complicated than I thought. And we were able to talk through that and say, really, it's, it's not complicated if you understand what Matt and I's focus has always tried to be. It's, it's kind of like a, one of those specialist doctors that you go see about, you know, cancer or diabetes or whatever it is. 
they know the ins and outs and how to help you function properly and to get better or improve your situation when you have a specialized problem. And if you have a good plan for that, then you can rest easy and know that you're going to be able to have a successful retirement and not overlook a lot of the things that are overlooked by those advisors that are that are not focused on all the issues that come with retirement. This weekend marks the final couple days of January 2021. While we're still very early into the new year, the U.S. News & World Report says retirees should already be planning for their 2021 RMDs. So if that's true, what should they be doing? Well, a lot of them got a break last year, right? Um, and didn't have to take it. And um, with a lot of our clients who who called and said, you know, we don't have to take this. Should we take it? And, and you know, obviously that was the only ones that were calling us that, that didn't need it. Sometimes people take it because it's part of their income stream and they need it. And, and there's really not a choice there. But for a lot of people, the conversation was, well, let's not take it as an RMD, but let's look at what we can do tax-wise because we are, again, in a situation where our tax taxes are as low as they've been in a very long time. And um, they're likely going to go up with what at that time last year was likely a new administration, which we're now seeing come to fruition and our national debt continue to rise. And so we've, we've got on the, on the horizon taxes that are going to go up. And so People should be looking at what what's the tax implication going to be to this and how can I sit, put myself in a situation where I can be more tax efficient in the future? Because the question that comes down to is not if you're going to pay taxes, because you are. The question is, is can I pay tax on these dollars at a lower amount this year than next year? Should I be taking maybe a little bit more than my RMD this year? Because if, if I can do it at low tax rates, because again, I think we've got this year for sure where tax rates are likely not to change, but come 2022, that's going to be different. And anytime I ask someone the question, would you like to pay tax on this $10,000 or $15,000 or whatever it is at 12% or would you rather pay it at 15% or 22% or whatever? The question, the answer is always, well, yeah, I want to pay less tax and put those extra dollars in my pocket. That's what we're working on all the time with our clients last year and this year to make sure that they're tax efficient with these required minimum distributions and looking ahead and and saying, what am I going to do with these dollars this year so that I get the maximum benefit and Uncle Sam is not the benefactor of my retirement dollars. Thanks for listening. Want more from Damon and Matt? Check out successinthenewretirement.com. And while you're there, drop us an email with your questions. Investment advisory services offered through Acute Investment Advisory, LLC, a registered investment advisor. Insurance and annuities offered through its affiliated company, Acute Wealth Advisors, LLC. Tax and or legal advice is not offered by either company or their affiliated companies. Consult with your tax and legal professionals for guidance on tax or legal matters. The information presented should not be viewed as personalized investment advice. All expressions of opinion are subject to change. We are not affiliated with nor endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any other government agency.